What's up guys, it's Bailey from Horsepower and Pizza. I'm going to put all of the boring stuff that nobody wants to listen to here at the beginning. I will make it quick. I have a booth coming up to sell merch and stickers and hang out with everybody on City Island in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Sunday, October 30th. It is the Junk Styles Junk Food Meet. There's a bunch of food trucks and everything. Come out, hang out with us. If you would like to follow along on any other platform possible, at Horsepower Pizza, and it is at Cold Pizza Podcast on Instagram. Today's episode is a fun one. It is my friend Denton Gilbert. I met him through Snapchat of all places. I have just had a great relationship with him, and we've done all sorts of cool, stupid things. The title of the episode, as you have already seen, is Getting Drunk and Building Junk. That's something he and his friends like to do, and I'm just going to let him talk about it. So I appreciate you guys listening. If you haven't already, subscribe or follow along somewhere, and I appreciate the support. Thank you. I like my piece of cold and my women colder, yeah. She too stubborn or I would have told her. And every time I'm with my buddies, yeah, we never sober. <laughs> Wake up feeling 10 years older. It's the Cold Pizza Podcast. We're going to start there. So when they say karma is a bitch... Um, they're not kidding because I thought I was going to be a nice person. Somebody told me, somebody from work told me they wanted a 10 by 10 easy up. Well, I got that big 10 by 20 horsepower and pizza tent to do booths now. So I'm like, oh, I'll just give you my old 10 by 10 tent. It's a white easy up. I got it at like Walmart or something. He's like, well, what do you want for it? I said, sitting in my attic, taking up space. I'll just give it to you. So today I go pull the ladder down to the attic pull the panel down, I gotta pull the fucking ladder down, don't that bitch come down and mock Jesus, crack me in the back of the head and put me on the floor, and I'm like, you know what, I'm glad nobody's here to witness this, like, I'm home alone, like, if it would've killed me, it would've killed me, whatever, I'm glad nobody was here to witness this, because if somebody would've left, I would've ended up with an assault charge, and that would've been the end of it. Just got up and dinged him one. Oh, bro, I was pissed, and now, like, I, I feel slightly concussed with have a history of that shit, so we might be okay. More than usual. Denton, welcome to the podcast. Happy to be here. Would you dude. like to introduce yourself? Do you want me to introduce you? I don't. Go, go ahead. Uh, I'm Denton Gilbert. Um, I'm at Denton Bacon Seven on most socials, and I drive a real wide Chevy Tracker of all things. It is the wildest shit I've ever seen, among other things that you own. Yeah, I currently own like five or six vehicles. Square body Chevy. It's tore apart because I rolled it. <laughs> shit happens yeah um i have the square body i've had the tracker for a couple years now i currently have a um i have an o2 wrangler that just needs tub work that i'm working on right now and i bought a an o2 silverado that i plan on slamming um that's that's the plan for the the getting drunk and building junk getting drunk and building junk that that Pulls us back to the title. Um, that was something that I did not coin. I took that from you. I, I got to give credit where credit is due. That was something that that's that's what your story's called. Yeah, on Snap, yeah, my right? private story. That uh, well, I mean, it's not really a private story. It's just whoever wants to see it. It's where I post most of the stuff that the general public of my Snapchat story does not care about. And of course, we've talked on multiple podcasts at this point about how I meet the majority of my friends and acquaintances and business partners and everybody else online. Yeah. Snapchat is literally how I met you. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, Wyatt was detailing Tony Benedetti's truck 
and Tony had the low-maintenance girls, high-maintenance cars sticker on the back window. My favorite sticker you've put out. And thank you. I, I'm very proud of that design I as I've that. put it on a hundred different things at this point. Um, yeah, so Wyatt posted that on, your, on his story and tagged me, and then you added me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram... I think Facebook was the last thing you added me on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't even know you had Facebook. I was like, who the hell is this kid? We have one mutual friend, and it's somebody that I've met one time, maybe twice. Wyatt. He's a good yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know him real well. Uh, I only know him through Julian. But I had some college classes with him. That's actually how my freshman year, him and I had a lot of the same classes together, and that's how him and I became friends, acquaintances, whatever you'd want to call it. And we've just had each other on Snapchat ever since. And like you said, he was detailing that day, and I was like, I love that design. I'm Whoever this kid is, I'm adding him. I'm buying one of those stickers because everything I own is super high maintenance because I beat the living dog shit out of it. Yep. I know the feeling. I'm, I'm the poor sucker that has to fix it, so why not run it like I want to? When I look at you, I hear that TikTok sound. It's like, the problem isn't that you're poor. It's that you suck at being poor. You got to take old shit and make cool shit out of it or whatever that's, the that's guy says. That's honestly what you have to do because, like, <clears throat> if you have to baby it, it's not built right. Oh, for sure. And there's definitely been situations where I've had to baby my stuff. But guess what? I tore it to pieces and made it so I didn't have to baby it. No, and I mean, that's what it's all about. But no, so then to come full circle on everything... Last winter, you were having issues with daily drivers being reliable and whatever else. Uh, I don't want to yeah. put you on the spot for I, this. But. I rolled my square body. Um, I come out of one of my best friend's house, and his dad literally before I left said, Hey, be safe. It's pretty icy out there. I come around the turn, like the second turn out of his house, and it smacked the bank. And I was like, Okay. I pedaled it back out into the road. Everything was fine. Hit the second patch of ice, and it was either cliff where I was headed or steer hard right and head back towards the bank and when I hit the bank I hit it quartered and it picked the passenger front tire up and just flipped it right over oh, it well, was, I'm glad you're okay thank you yeah thank you. you still have the truck yeah it's, it is yeah. fixable you've done most of the work to fix it yeah it's all tore down um I actually I have everything to finish it except for headlights and a seat so we just we literally just need the time to tear it apart um, the cab corner and the rocker panels all bent from it being on its side. So I need to weld new, new steel into it. But otherwise there's one dent in the bed that might need some Bondo. Um, but I'm trying my hardest to keep as much putty out of that truck as possible. No, I, I respect the hell out of that for one, you know that we've had yeah, that conversation, yeah, yeah. but it was one of those things where you were having issues with daily drivers. My Subaru died on me. I was planning on running my Jetta that I got for free from yeah. somebody that I worked with. It's the, literally the sisterhood of the traveling Jetta the, at this yeah, point. Because it he it was given to my buddy. I think he paid 300 bucks for it. He drove it for a while. They gave him a company truck. He's like, you can have the Jetta. So he signed the title over to me. I drove it. We were supposed to take it on the Wii Out Here tour. Yeah, Nolan and I were going to take that thing all over the country. And I still maintain to this day that would have made it. Even though the freaking RV did not. I'm, I'm telling you for a fact that car would not have made it. I think it would have. Uh, so, when we drove that thing home, I froze my ass off. The heater core was junk in it. So You were also driving it in January. Yeah. I was driving it in May. Fair enough. Um, so, my I had a Pontiac G6. My sister's car, the timing chain went in it. So, I gave her my G6 because she was traveling for school. And, school, and I mean, I was working... 
not very far from my house, and her schooling was way more important. So I just gave her the G6. I said, here, take it, do what you need to do, whatever. Um, and then you were like, hey, know you're having some trouble. I had this car given to me. If you come get it out of my way so they don't yeah, yell at, at me. At that car. point, it was sitting at the shop, and I was like, uh... That was sitting there. My second gen Ram yeah. was sitting there. All s- Didn't you have a trailer there too? No. Oh no, that wasn't yours. No, nah, that wasn't my trailer. I had, I had those two vehicles sitting there. The Subaru had just died, so I got the Hyundai, which yeah. is the best car that I've ever owned to this day. Yeah, I had like five or six vehicles at one point this year, and I consolidated very quickly down to three and an enclosed trailer (laughs) yeah that was my problem like i had when all that went down i had the g6 i had the square body i had both trackers but the slam tracker was far from road legal uh the big tracker i hit a deer in so the front end was all bent i had to replace all that and i rolled the square body so i was like up a shit creek without a paddle and it was my own fault for most of it um so we drove that thing home in January in, like, 20, 30-degree weather. No heater core. No heat. When you turn it on, it just blew in and freeze up the windshield. And that car was moderately sketchy. I Had I given it to anybody that was less mechanically inclined, I would have felt terrible about it. <laughs> but I was very honest with you when yeah. you came to pick it up. Yeah. Listen, here's the car. It has wheels and decent tires on it. Um... Has not been inspected in a long time, but here's the laundry list of work that I've done to it, and it is aligned, so it tracks straight. Be safe. <laughs> On the way home, I hit a pothole, and the alignment no longer existed. Yeah. Um, got it home, did the heater core, drove the shit out of it. Did LED headlights, uh, I did a, an air filter, just a couple little things here and there. I did put a really nice head unit in it because that's my thing. Like, I love stereos and music, so that's one of the first things that gets done to everything I buy. Um, and I did. I drove the shit out of it. When I quit my job and went to my other job, I was driving 50, 60, 70 miles a day, so I was putting a lot of miles on that thing. And, I mean, it made some weird noises. The exhaust was all messed up, and the you could tell one of the wheel bearings was going from that pothole and the alignment and the whole nine yards. So I was driving at home one day, and it overheated. And I was like, oh, this is great. I thought we fixed this problem. Took it home, put more coolant in it, flushed, flushed the radiator out, like sprayed it out because I thought maybe it was plugged up with dirt or something, and ran fine for like two or three days. And I was getting on 80 to go to work that morning that it decided to die again. And the heater core literally exploded behind the dash. Like, it didn't just crack or anything. It, boom. Coolant everywhere. It was all up my legs. Burnt my legs real bad. It was up on the windshield, in behind the dash, in all the vents. It was everywhere you could think of being coolant. Everywhere. I left it sit on the side of the road. I was like, I hope somebody steals this or whacks it right in the middle of the interstate. I hope somebody just obliterates it. I called my mom and I was like, I need a ride to work. She's like, what do you mean? It's 3 o'clock, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. I was like, yeah, Jetta decided to die. She's like, well, I'm coming to get you. Your sister's car will be done in a week, so you just have to hold on for a week. Things never die at convenient times, ever. Yeah. Never. Yeah, it's always like when I'm really far from home or it's an absurd hour of the night. There's no in-between. Yeah. You mean, like, ten hours from home, two hours from the Airbnb? Yeah. That may or may not have happened in the last month. Yeah, that was fun. That's not fun at all. 
Uh, that's like I drove. Uh, Altoona, Pennsylvania is like right around an hour, an hour and a half from my house. And all my buddies got the bright idea we we're gonna ride our motorcycles down there. I have a '99 Sportster 1200. I've done a couple little mods to it. Love it. I've put 10,000 miles on it this year. And we get down there, and it just dies. I'm doing 60, and it falls flat on its face. I almost went over the handlebars, and we could not figure it out. We tore the carburetor apart, top to bottom, cleaned it, tried ether, put new fuel in it, tore it all down. Nothing. But the, the, the getting drunk commenced in the middle of this parking lot in the middle of Altoona because I was sick of it. <laughs> so I rode nut to butt with one of my buddies on his bagger Harley, and he drove me the whole way to Geo's in Woodland where Cheyenne came and got me and took me to my car so I could get the trailer to go and get <coughs> the the Harley. It's just a chain reaction of fuckery at any given moment. It, it it's Cheyenne sitting here just nodding quietly. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's used to it. She was with me when I rolled the truck. She was with me when we hit a road sign in the buggy. Um, she's, she's been there for most of the shit show in the last two years. Well, the first thing I asked year. her when you guys got here was, how do you feel about getting thrown into random shit every time you show up here? <laughs> because I have, I'm moving my CNC machine out of my shop and into another shop, and I had six dollars of cherry coke and a four by six holding up a thirty thousand dollar fourth and fifth axis indexer, and I'm like, Denton, we need to put this on a pallet, and like, you're here now, so we're gonna do that. I, I, we only yeah. had one minor casualty. It worked. It's just a finger. Well, it, we need a crane. Yeah. It, yeah. There's no reason. If you would have kept the service bed second gen, we could have put a crane. We could have put a crane we on, put a though, crane on it. Because they're relatively inexpensive for the use that you're going to get out of it. It kind of pays for itself. I sold that to that kid, and somebody messaged me on TikTok the other week. They're like, yo, some local kid bought your truck. Oh, no. I was like, oh, cool. Like, tell him not to look at my videos. Yeah, that's the problem. When I sell something, I don't want it anywhere near me, because... Like, oh, everybody like, knows. It's like an hour knows. away from here. But well, well, fair enough. But there were like, so many people who called me when it was sitting out front for sale. They were like, oh, did you buy that from the company that, that used to have the stickers on? Because you could still yeah, see the ghosting. See, yeah. And they were like, did you buy that from him? I know the owner. I'm like, yeah, I know the owner, too. He sold me the truck. Like, what yeah. about it? <laughs> Why? Why is that such a big deal? It's for sale. Just buy yeah, it. Just leave buy it alone. Well, I, I had this first gen that I have as a farm truck, but I think it got a little hot in the one cylinder at one point, so the 12 valve's kind of on its way out, and... You know, it, it would have been a good truck to get back on the road, but I've been using it as a farm truck for, like, the last 20 years. I'm like, dude, I, I thank you for letting me know this. I don't care. It's always I, like, Are you buying my truck or not? Yeah, it, and that's what I... I hate that the most about Marketplace is the random-ass tire kickers that Bro, will just say the most absurd shit to you. But it doesn't even have to be something automotive that's for sale. I have that damn phase converter for sale right now. You want to hear what the... I got a... We're going to go on a marketplace rant, and then I want to hear the topics that you came prepared with, because I'm... Sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. I feel like a phase converter is like a really niche group of people. It is. That's why it's listed under a very niche demographic. So how are people still that bonkers about it? But it's like this this. small group. Listen, listen to me. I paid... 
right around $3,200 for that plus freight. I think it came out to like $3,200, $3,300 till it was all said and done because A, phase converters were cheaper when I purchased it, so they've gone up in price now. So it's listed at like $3,100 plus freight right now. As everything has. <clears throat> plus I have the floor mount bracket for the motor, yeah. which was like a $125 option. Well, of course, now they've gone up since I bought it. I'm not trying to get the markup and everything on it. I have it listed for three grand. Yeah. And I listed it on Facebook before I listed it on Marketplace because I don't want to deal with the dickheads. Yeah. If somebody on my friends list or somebody that they know needs it, I'll gladly sell it to them. But I don't want to be offered $150 and an Xbox 360 for something that cost me over <laughs> three grand. Yeah. So I listed it for three grand firm. Mm -hmm. I'm already losing two, three hundred dollars. Yeah. I've accepted that. Yeah, and you're not even asking for the markup, which you <clears throat> easily could ask for. Bro, they're going, I, I expect the same one just to prove a point. It's like thirty five, thirty six hundred dollars delivered. Yeah. So you're saving six hundred, five, six hundred bucks buying mine for and, three grand. Yeah. This dude goes, I see your ad says price firm. If you decide to go lower, I'm interested. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, a lot of people would be if I yeah. went lower. Yeah, uh, okay. I said, it's firm, it's brand new, I'm already taking a loss. Yeah. He goes, well, for only $200 off, I'll just buy a brand new one. <laughs> I said, I don't know if you can read, this one is brand new. Yeah. Your logic does not track. And he goes... Well, to save $200, it's just not worth it to me. If you wanted, I, I'd do $2,700. I said, I'll do $2,900 if you come get it today. Just because... Yeah. It's the out the, of the way. fuck it's is it? It's out of my way. I lose another 100 bucks. Whatever. It's out of my way. Never message me back. The, yeah, it's the, always... The first person that messaged me, it had to be a scam because they're like... Can I pick it up now? Well, That's they're, the they're like, I see your phase converter listed for three grand. I'm interested. Like, all right. And they're like, three grand firm. I said, yep. And they said, okay, well, it's going to be my brother coming to pick it up. Red flag. <clears throat> exactly. I'm like, they're like, where can I tell him to pick it up? And I was like, oh, I'll find a way to load this bitch and I'll get it up to the shop. Yeah. And load it with a fork truck. It'll be easier. And then I was like, no, tell your brother if he can help load it, he can come get it from my shop. Okay, well, where should I tell my brother to meet? I'm like, nope, here's my phone number. Have your brother call me. Yeah. Or, like... Does not call me. Says, oh, by the way, his account is locked. Do you take Zelle? Uh, because it's on me to pay for it. I said, cash only. Yeah. No response. Yeah. Well, the new one up home, I mean, it's only, what, two and a half, three hours from here? But the new one up home is they'll just message you and be like, is this still available? Yeah, it's still available. And then they say, can I come pick it up now? You say, yeah, you can come get it. They say, okay, send me the address. So you send them the address, and then they start some fuck shit about, oh, but like like you said, Zelly or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, or, like, do you accept some weird currency that's not green cash money? Yes, I want your Albanian currency <laughs> and an Xbox. Yeah, it's like, no, I want And green. I'll meet you in the Trader Joe's parking lot at 3 in the morning. <laughs> I'm all for it. If you don't want to meet at my house... 
Whatever, I'll meet you somewhere. Well, not this fucking thing. I'm not well, dragging yeah, this not thing that. to meet you at fucking Walmart. Well, you can most, come get it. Most of the stuff I sell is either vehicles or wheels and tires. So it's like super simple for me to just drive it to somewhere and be like, okay, if this what's make you, if this is what makes you feel comfortable, cool. Like I can get yeah, that because I've that's gone fair. some real no, sketchy I've, places. I've gone to some real sketchy places yeah. too. Like yeah. I'm like. Ah, I might end up on the news. My mom and my sister have both said to me, they're like, you learn stranger danger when you're little and you're here on Marketplace showing up at random dude's house in the middle of bumfuck Egypt to just buy some random thing that you want. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how it works now. Right. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I'm just not... I don't like Marketplace because it's literally like... Anybody that's fucking bored, they just want to lowball people and try yeah. to piss me off. I'm I'm not in the game to be pissed off. Like, y- you've worked mm-hmm. alongside me enough to know that I'm, yeah. no, like, yeah. I'm here to make money. If it's, <laughs> if it's, like, a reasonable amount less than what you want, okay, cool. I'm cool with reasonable offers, but, like, I listed my Harley for 3500 bucks. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take three grand for it. Bro, if I would have had that phase converter wired in and never, even wired in and never turned it on, I would have done 2500 2700 whatever yeah. he wanted. It is literally in the fucking shipping crates. It, it has never, never opened. It, the well, literal, it just, the, the top box is open yeah, to, look to at make it. sure that it's there and the electrician wanted the paperwork. Yeah. And this guy messages me on Friday as soon as I get out of work, and he's like, I'll bring you $1,000 cash today. What? $2,500 gap. Yeah. It's not like I have a, you know, $10,000 or $15,000 car for sale. It's a $3,000 to $3,500 motorcycle. I just sent him a laughy face, and he never said anything. I've noticed that I've not had near as much trouble selling cars and vehicles as yeah. I did selling motocross bikes and the fucking motocross bikes are comical because every ad you look at it'll have fucking full race graphics on it a whole shot device unbreakable levers a kit suspension and you'll read through the ad and it'll say never raced and I'm like you're full of shit or or you'll read it if they want like four or five thousand dollars for it it's completely built motors blown up yeah. the top end yeah. Okay, maybe the top end kit is cheap, but if you're asking full price for it, I shouldn't well, have to rebuild it. I'm sick of seeing people never raced. I'm like, <laughs> you know just as well as I do, you beat yeah. that thing within an inch of your life, it, an inch of its life. I often wonder what happened to my practice bike from 2010 and 2011. Because that bitch had like, I don't know, 160 or 200 hours on the top end and had Ooh. the oil changed like once. once. <laughs> yeah. And I sold it to some kid for like a thousand bucks, and he was the happy—he was happier than oh, a pig yeah. and he shit when he happy. picked it up. And I was like, "Bro, I can start that bitch with my hand. Like, yeah. it has no compression. It yeah. runs great, when but it has no compression." Home, you have about two rides on it, and then you're gonna rebuild it. It's the same thing with the side by side market. People are like, "Never beat, never mudded, never, never flipped, sw- never swamped, never rolled." <clears throat> lies, 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 lies. Yeah. Well, what do you come prepared with? I, I know I know you got topics. Well, I've been I've been listening to the podcast. Um, I haven't listened to all of it yet because I never really was a podcast guy until you said, "Hey, get on it." And then I like I don't know I just got interested in them. I listened to you. I listened to a couple other ones, but one of my favorite ones that you guys have done so far is the getting into cars. So I guess in the 
getting drunk and building junk theme. We'll crack one. We're, we're, we're going to, uh, we need to trademark that or some shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we gotta get you some merch on the website, make you some money. Um, in, in that fashion, getting into vehicles, I actually started out on four-wheelers and dirt bikes, just as most kids anymore do, um, that get into the car scene eventually. I just had, you know, little Yamaha 80s and little stuff, and eventually got like a Honda 254 wheeler. It was more of a sport utility, and then got into side by sides right around 14, right before I could drive. And I liked the four wheel drive capability, the the ability to have your fun and be a little faster and sporty, but still be able to click into four wheel drive and go through wherever you needed to go. So when I was looking for a vehicle, that's what I set out for. I didn't want a Jeep though. Everybody wants Wranglers, and that wasn't what I wanted. I wanted a compact SUV, air quotes. If you've been around here long enough, you know that me and the boys hate Wranglers, and uh, if you're a Wrangler person, sorry to hear that, but we don't like Wranglers. I now own a Wrangler that I paid $150 for, and the the legendary uh, We Out Here Jetta gave that to the guy. Um, cause it was my cousin and he was like, I want that Jetta. That thing's sweet. And I was like, you can take it. Here you go. Take the Jetta. <laughs> we are good. <laughs> take, take the Jetta, take the 150 bucks. <clears throat> Don't ever ask me any questions about it. Um, yeah, no. not bad for a free car though. No, not at all. I got a lot of miles out of it. I just had the misery of it breaking and he got a lot of miles out of it until the water pump blew apart the other day. Uh, he works on the rigs, so he drives a lot. And he called me, and he's like, uh, the water pump took a, took a dump. Uh, how old is it? And I was like, dude, I don't know. He's like, don't you know the kid that you got it off of? I was like, yeah, he don't know either. Bro, I drove it, like, <laughs> <laughs> I drove to Pittsburgh and back twice, and I bailied it for, like, three weeks. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to drive the Subaru until the Subaru dies. And that didn't, yeah, that, take, yeah, that didn't yeah. take long. Yeah. Um, but uh, I wanted a subcompact SUV, and... My grandfather, my papa, he sent, my mom's dad, he sent me a Chevy Tracker. It was white, had the sweet early 2000s graphics that people put on stuff. And I was like, that's it. I want that one. It was like 1600 bucks. I was like $300 cheap or $300 short. And my mom was like, here, the guy, the guy already came down. Take this, pay me back, whatever. You're good. So I got it, brought it home and... Like, I just fell in love with it, because you could put it into four high on the fly. You didn't have to stop. It was a V6 automatic, which was cool to me back then. I was like, sweet, whatever, and that slowly just turned into, yeah, I, I want to learn how to drive a stick. This is not fun. And the trackers have been the pinnacle of the getting drunk and building junk obsession. I have had, like, six. I had the the original white one, uh, smacked a deer, put a big red hood on it, lifted it, Everybody knew me because it was just a sore thumb, the bright red hood. Trade or sold that one, um, and then I bought another one for three hundred fifty bucks. Lady was like, "Oh, motor, motor's junk. It won't run. The motor's junk." Drug it home. Starter was junk. So, the V six trackers are impossible to pull the starter out of. It took us four hours to pull a starter because we couldn't figure out how to get it between the firewall and the engine. <laughs> Miserable. Don't recommend. Got that one. Uh, I left it stock height and put wide wheels on it. What I thought were wide wheels. I thought I was cool as hell on eight wides because stocks were seven. 
Eventually bumped it up to tens. I thought, oh, tens are sweet. Yeah, that was nothing. Um, the the current third legal tracker is on twelve wides with two inch spacers and super swampers. So that's kind of punk rock. He's bullshitting you. It's not currently on those. It's sitting in my driveway on street tires. It's, yeah, it's definitely on stocks, but it's because I got the 12 watts polished. They're real nice Mickey Thompson chromes off an old F-150. So that's I wanted a, it. I'll let that slide. That's that's a reasonable reason for it to be on stocks. Yeah. I, I really want it to be nice. They're not nice cars, but like they're nice wheels, so I might as well make them nice. Um, But... Yeah, so I had those ones. Uh, this The current one I have is a four-cylinder five-speed. Love it. I put the 513 gears in it, which are super rare to find. Um, and then I, I custom-built a five-inch lift for it. Ended up dropping it back to three because it was just too much for the suspension angles. Put it on the 12-wides with two-inch spacers with the 31s, and everybody loves it. Turns heads. I have bright red reflective tint on it, like privacy tint. Oh, it's it's wild. I'll it, put a picture up on the Instagram. It has 5% behind it. You cannot see in at all. Even when it. you're, like, on top of it looking in. It's so ignorant. It's, I love it. It's just, it's so off the wall that everybody's like, oh, I know that. Actually, on the way down here. I'm going to be surprised if you get out of the township without getting pulled over, to be honest. The, on my way down here on Saturday morning, um, I left Dubois around 3, 30, 4 o'clock, something like that, to be down here for work. Um, I actually got a Snapchat from a kid, and he was like, yo, dude, that tit looks sweet. I knew I recognized that thing from somewhere, but I didn't see the whys. And I was like, yep, it's me. I'm here. I'm working down here. And so just seeing that somebody from this far from home recognized it, I was like, okay, that, that, that holds some sort of merit that people are starting to recognize me. From places that aren't home, yeah. So that was that it's was kind of cool to me. It's it cool. really is because it's it's the the off the wall stuff that I like. Um, I had a VR six O two M six speed Jetta Mark IV. Regret selling it, one hundred percent. That by far my favorite vehicle I've owned. So much fun to drive. VR sixes are so cool. It was inches from the ground. We slammed it. And what made me get rid of it was I was going um, over some railroad tracks and the exhaust had split and it pogo sticked. It literally just hit the railroad tracks and sent the ass end of the car in the air. And I was like, yep, it's done. Yeah, we're we're going to get rid here. of it. Uh, almost <clears throat> got my license taken in that car. 85 and a 25. That'll do it. Yeah. The, the cop... He was a real cool guy. I explained to him why I was going that fast. Somebody tried to hit me, and I was like, yeah, we're not playing this game. And I said, goodbye. I mean, they're not really that fast cars, but no. when you're when you're against a Nissan Murano, they're yeah. a fast car. They're a fast car. <laughs> so that slam build was cool. Um, I had a nice set of wheels for it and bent one like the second day I had it, and it was like bent beyond fixable. So those went in the garbage and it went back on stocks. That's... What I ultimately got this tracker from was the money from that, because I missed four-wheel drive. Because uh, Jetta's on street tires are not fun in the winter. No. I especially, can't imagine they are. Especially a six-speed. It's even worse. <coughs> um, but, yeah, getting into cars, I, I started on motorcycles and stuff. My grandpa showed me that tracker, and I fell in love with it. Then that's... Everybody around knows me as the tracker guy or the shitbox king because it's branched off since I graduated high school. I've had all kinds of stuff now. 
Um, I guess one of my favorites in the the shit box realm is the twenty by twenty rule, and I'm sure you're very familiar with the twenty by twenty rule. The twenty, it uh, looks I'm, good. It looks good from twenty yards oh, yeah. to twenty mile an hour. Yeah. And that's honestly, I get really nitpicky sometimes, and that's one of my grandpa's favorite things to say to me is twenty by twenty, kid, and that calms me like enough to be like, okay, that does look good. I need to quit messing with it before I fuck it up. Yeah, I, I am. Um, can't say I've had anything recently that I've fucked with and fucked with and fucked with. I'm just glad the E36 is like, yeah, functional. It's but, yeah. Um, Cause I remember it wasn't even running right when I first like met you. That whole fucking car. Is, you know, <laughs> all it needs right now is coolant, and it needs the diff welded. Hmm. And I have extra rear calipers for it to put a dual caliper setup on it, so I need lines and an e-brake handle. That car is functional. Like, so, I I planned to get it out and drift it this year at least once. I would have been ecstatic to get it out three times. Yeah. I got it out for a booth, and I'm getting it out for the booth at the end of this month. But... I just don't have time. A booth, I, I, a, getting it for the booth is better than nothing, though. I, That's for I sure. agree. That's where I'm at with it. But it's like, as I grow in my career, I've neglected horsepower and pizza. You and I had this conversation. I yeah. feel so bad about yeah. it because this is my baby. But I've neglected it so much for the last year, year mm-hmm. and a half because I've been focused on doing career-based things. But now I think I'm at a spot where I'm like, Okay, I know where I'm at with my career. I'm confident with where I'm at with my career. I can have a little bit of fun on the weekends and the evenings and everything. So that was why I reached out to you. I was like, I need some down-ass people to be consistent to help me with this shit. And I know you're down for that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm happy to have you on, like, the first podcast back. Um, um, When you and I talked about, like, your career and stuff, I was like, Bailey's going to be comfortable. He's not going to be so damn stressed out all the time. He's not going to be working buku hours to just try and build something, build his life. Right. Like, he's getting to a point finally, like where he's going to be able to take horsepower and pizza to the next level. That's what I plan, and that's. I hate to say that's what I hope to do. That's. It is what I hope to do. Yeah, it's what yeah. I plan to do, but it's priorities, and I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to make this a priority again. I actually worked on the sketchy cart on Friday. Ooh, that felt that's so good fucking good. You yeah. have no idea. Oh, I, I have, I have the motor mount built for it downstairs. I'll show it to you when we go down. Felt so fucking good to make a little, even a little bit of progress, yeah. and yep. I didn't have the motor with me, so mm-hmm. I built it, and I had my blueprints of everything I designed, and I fucking did it backwards, but it's fixable. Yeah. So I'm gonna modify it this week, and like, I'm going to take the motor to the shop when I work on it next. and Yeah, that's the easiest thing to do. All I have to do is build the motor mount and build the steering shit, mm-hmm. and then we can mock everything up to the frame and do the frame. That's, so that's I'm like, big. <laughs> I'm, like, close. Well, I was the last time I worked on it was the day that you came and got the Jetta, because that's what I was doing when I was waiting yeah, on yeah, you to come you were get the Jetta. Yeah, a Saturday morning. Yeah, I was in the shop just fucking around building stuff. Yeah. So... And that's, like, I appreciate you bringing me into your baby because I know, like, I can take 
the the inch that you gave me and run a mile with it in a different direction that you probably would have never gotten into. And that's if you what I'm trying me. to do. Because, like, there's a couple people that are, well, you especially, you're the one that's like, we need to get you into the truck scene. Yeah, we need yeah. to get you into the and truck scene. I'm not a truck guy. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I want another truck to be able to tow my trailer, but, you're but I'm not like one that's going to build a truck. Build a truck. Yeah. yeah, and I've noticed that, like, most of your friends are definitely car guys. Yeah. And, like, that's cool. I, I, honestly, I used to hate cars. I didn't want to slam car until I owned that Jetta. And now yeah. I'm like, slam cars, stance cars, tint cars. I don't care what it is. I think cars are awesome. I, I think if you put your ter- personal flair on something, it's cool, no matter what it is. doesn't right. matter. And that's, like, you have said to me, and a couple of my other buddies have said to me, they're like, dude, you build some cool shit. Like, if you, if you sit down with this square body and take your time, you could build a very, very show-worthy truck out of your backyard. And I nobody, and, and people would think it came from a real nice up-and-up sh- up, up, up shop that right. had tons of money to sink into it, and you're just some 20-year-old kid that's trying to build your dream truck for you and your son. Right. And that's... I, I'm going to stop him before anybody gives me shit. He's not 20, because you are drinking beer, and you made it I'm You 20, made it now. Yeah, you are 22. 22. Yes. I'll be 23 in February. I want to make that fucking clear. Everything's like, okay. Yeah. We but, do, no, I, I get what you were trying to do. You're, yeah, young, yeah. you're in your early 20s. Yeah, I'm definitely I am young. no longer in my early 20s, and it kind of hurts to say that out loud. Not but. a lot of... I mean, I can't really say not a lot of... There are actually a lot of kids my age building a lot of really cool stuff. And sometimes it definitely gets me discouraged. I feel that. But I, the, I understand that because it was the same shit when I was growing up. Yeah. Now everybody looks at me like the outcast because I'm 27 and they're like, bro, why are you still playing with fucking cars? Go buy another house. Go yeah. go uh, start a family. Go do... Everybody grows at their own pace, as far as I'm concerned. And, like, looking back now, everybody that was building cool shit when I was young, who was funding it? Yeah. Because it sure as fuck wasn't them. And if it was, they were working their life away. For what? Because they probably don't have it anymore. Bro, I know there's so many kids that I'm friends with on Facebook from when I lived in Pittsburgh. This one kid's, like, 20, 21, maybe. Bro, his fucking debt-to-income ratio Ooh. has to be fucked. And that's none of my business. I am I will be the first one to say that's none of my business. But I'm like... If... Knowing what I know now at 27... Because I was doing dumb shit when I was his age too. Yeah. But I was not buying a truck. Uh, car. You were not, wheels. You were not building this car. Rich. I would... Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I've always... Tried to live within my means. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Bro, if you get laid off for the winter, what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, a lot of these kids don't think like that. And, like, <clears throat> that's part of being young and dumb. But, and again, none of my business. Uh, I, I wish him no ill. I hope he works all winter long. I hope he stacks fucking bread. Yeah, Good absolutely. for him. I'm glad he has the shit that he wants, and I'm glad that he's having fun with it. But that shit just ain't worth it to me. I've been there. I've lived fucking check to check. Yeah. I don't want to do that shit again. And if I had to, I would. But I'm not going to let a fucking car or a truck or a material object put me in that fucking position. Yeah, it's not It's not worth it. And it goes back to the priorities. Like, yes, I do have a three-year-old. And he is just as much into all of this, I call it gang shit, 
Um, he is super ultra hella gang shit. He he loves it. He is in love with my tracker. I tried to sell it. He he like he's three and he was like, "We're keeping it." No, you're not selling it. And I was like, "Okay, well the kid has spoken. It stays." And so that goes back to the priorities. Like I'm trying to get to a point in life where him and I are happy and comfortable, but I also still want to be able to build my dreams at the same time because I don't want him to see me miserable. That's that's that speaks for itself. I mean, you have more of a purpose than yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of people that I don't know. I I definitely struggled with that shit for years. Like the fuck, why do I get up and go to work every morning and bust my ass? Other than because yeah. I enjoy it. But when you have that little person mm-hmm. that kind of relies on you, yeah, not yeah. kind of relies on you, fully relies <laughs> yeah. on you, yeah, it makes it a lot easier to get up and bust your ass. So I understand that, and I respect the hell out of that. Of you want to be able to do fun shit with your boy, mm-hmm. but you um, don't want him to see the miserable side of it. When I had the tracker on the five inch lift with the twenties, um, him and I went to a couple <coughs> car shows, and the kid ate it up. He would find the other kids that were there, and they would run around and look at all the cars, and he'd drag me by the finger and be like, "Look at this one, Dad! Look at this one, Dad!" He had no idea what he was looking at, but he just thought it was cool, yeah, and that good you know. For him. Uh, I, I remember specifically a show in Brookville at the Tasty Freeze. Um, uh, one of my buddies from Boy Scouts and one of my buddies I met through mutual friends. He had, uh, the buddy from Boy Scouts, he had a Mustang. Um, his dad had a built Cummins and the kid that I met through a mutual friend had a completely built SRT4 Neon. Thing, thing would smoke the tires off. Clear through fourth gear. It was ridiculous. Um, Rest in peace. He totaled it with a deer. As Yikes. Pennsylvania fashion. Be. Bro, I love SRT4 neons. Like, um, it's still a neon, but, like, they're cool. But then I had the tracker on the 20s, and the the other kid that came with us, he had this slammed Audi. And it was just cool that I actually had people that wanted to go with me, and that we were in our own little corner, but people were coming out and looking at stuff. And I had the doors off. I built a pin kit and built half doors, and people thought that was amazing. They're like, oh, I thought only Jeeps could do this. And I'm like, this is a cheap Jeep, dude. This is cooler than a Jeep, dude. This is poor man's Jeep. And I have pulled Jeeps out in places that people didn't think I was even going to get to myself. Um, I've outwheeled Blazers, Jeeps. I've, I've pulled trucks before, like... Not, not like oh, a tug of war. I beat them. I just they were in a snowbank and needed a tug. Right. Like, well, in high school, me and Joe, my best friend Joe. Uh, you need to bring Joe for the next one. Oh yes. We will. We will. I won't, but you guys can get drunk. We will build stupid <laughs> shit in the garage. We will do a podcast, and there will be sheets hot dogs. The fuckery. Oh, you're now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, Cheyenne's sitting here rolling her eyes like, no, don't get Joe involved. Uh, Joe and I, best friends since, like, middle school. We were in Scouts together. We've stayed best friends forever. We've built all kinds of stupid shit together. Him and I do everything. Like, we ride motorcycles. Our thing is, every time there's a new Mountain Dew, or every time we get drunk, we go to Sheets and get hot dogs. Sheets hot dogs. And either get the Mountain Dew or we're just drunk and we want Sheets hot dogs. That's our thing. Sheets hot dogs are good when you're not drunk. So they I can are. only imagine yeah. when you're inebriated. They, oh, they yeah. gotta be fire. Your eyes are closed and you're just sitting there and your DD is just watching you try to muddle these hot dogs down. It's just... I haven't had uh, a... Well, I haven't drank in years at this point, but I... 
haven't had a real good <laughs> sheets experience in a while. The ones the ones up home are actually pretty quality compared to some of the ones I've been to. I believe it. Uh, you know, I, it seems like the farther south you get, the worse they get. I don't know. I've been to some pretty good ones in North Carolina, but that's just... <laughs> See, uh, we only stopped in one at one when we went to North Carolina. The tracker made it 2,000 miles in one week. Seven days. Love that. It made it down to North Carolina. I wish you would have driven it on the Dragon. See, we were going to, but we were already late. We went to the the con- the Picos and the Rooftops concerts over there, and it was just, yeah. It, it's, it's I, I got to say it out loud because there's there's friends of mine that are mutuals with them. It's Pecos. Is it really? Yes. Really? Yes. You learn something new every day. There you have it. It's Pecos in the rooftops. Pecos in the rooftops. Well, hey, I'm glad you could teach me something hey, today. I, I just know that somebody's going to be in my Instagram DMs. Why the fuck did you let him say Pecos? Yeah, why, why didn't you correct him? Yeah, it's always the people behind the keyboard. But, uh, always. Anyway, it's like a bar and a restaurant next to a concert venue, next to a Harley shop, next to a trailer dealer. So I was like, Cheyenne, I'm going completely in debt today. Luckily, the the, uh, the trailer dealer was closed, so I could not buy another Harley or a trailer and drag both of them home. Because my thing is, when I go somewhere new, I try to buy something completely absurd off Marketplace Rather and drag than, it uh, home. Having the trailer is a fucking game changer because A, especially the enclosed, A, anything I buy don't have to run, and B, the trailer's enclosed, so now the neighbors don't have to look at it. Uh, see, I don't, I don't really care about the neighbors part. You don't live <laughs> in the middle of town, though, either. I, I mean, I'm in the middle of town, but I'm, like, on a side street. Bro, just... I'm, uh, my neighbors aren't as close. Picture this. All that shit that's in my garage. Yeah. Not in my garage. And it's just me and my shit in that garage. Do you know how many there fucking... There's so much space. There's gonna be so many E36s. Oh, yeah, There's absolutely. gonna be, like, 12 of them. None of them are gonna run right, but there's gonna be 12 of them. Uh, at one point in time, there was, like, what, seven, maybe eight vehicles out back of my house? And I think there was only one that wasn't mine. <laughs> they all ran and drove, but not safely. So... I don't know anything about that. It'd be like that sometimes. Sometimes. But, hey. All the time. I always have at least one that's completely put together and completely safe to tote the kid around in. And that's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. The other ones, everything, everything's a project to me. I could go buy a brand new car off the showroom floor and something would have to be done to it. I can't. That's, that's fair. I'm at the point now where like I bought the daily that I have because there's no aftermarket support for it. And everybody's there's like, more than you think. Everybody's like, you could build things for it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what we're trying to do. We're there's, trying to keep this one stock so I can put gas in it and go A to B. That's all that needs to happen. There's more support for a Hyundai Elantra than you would you would think. I Well, now they have that N-Line one or the oh, Elantra N or whatever. Yeah. Somebody drove one of them to Cars and Coffee at my buddy's shop the other week at uh, Urban Works. I'm not going to lie. Glad that came out like three weeks after, after I bought my car. Yeah, you'd have been waiting on that sucker to show up on the They're probably floor. like they're probably thirty five. I think they start at like thirty five, thirty six grand. Oh yeah. Until you option it, I'm sure there's a couple options you can play with. They're probably low forties. That's more than I want to spend on a Hyundai Elantra. Yeah, and especially but it looked like a, fucking cool. especially a daily. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, up until 
I bought this current silver auto that I have that I want to slam. I was real proud that I never paid more than $500 for a vehicle. From the day I bought the first tracker and I immediately was like, I shouldn't have paid that much. And ever since then, it was my goal to buy $500 or less, fix them, run them, sell them for profit. And that, again, getting drunk and building junk. Joe and I were in the garage. I don't even know what we were doing, but obviously we were, we were drinking and we were... I don't exactly remember what we were building. I'm disappointed I never came up with that, like, back in my <laughs> drinking days, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, one of our other friends was like, hey guys, what are you doing? I want to hang out. And I was like, we're getting drunk and building junk. Why the fuck aren't you here yet? And he showed up with beer, and now there were three of us getting drunk and building junk. And it just, it stuck. It was one of those things that just happen in an instant and stick around forever. Yeah. See, and that's, that's how... what I'm trying to make this shop out to be. Yeah. Because, like, I have the couch space. I don't give a fuck who stays. Like, oh, every, everybody come get pissed drunk and let's build something cool. And... and usually there's enough of us, like, I do have a couple buddies that they don't drink. And if they do, it might be one. Yeah. So, like, even if people are like, ah, I don't really want to stay, but I want to come have a good time, come have a good time, we'll get yeah, you home. Somebody's going to get you home. Yeah, safe that's, that's not a problem at yeah. all. But if you're, and like, <clears throat> I can't tell you how many times I've gotten just belted and passed out on Joe's floor, in Joe's, in Joe's bed. I, there's a picture somewhere, I fell asleep in Joe's bed with a plastic hunting duck decoy. And we called him Roger the Nice Duck. I can't wait to see this photo. <laughs> I will have to find it, as it is, it's great. It's it's high quality. And he slept on the floor that night. I was like, bro. You could have kicked me out of your bed, dude. Not even that. Like, growing up in Scouts, Joe and I were always tenting together. We were hammocking right. together. Whatever we had to do, like, we were close with each other. We went to Philmont, New Mexico. It's a, uh, a Scout High Adventure base where you just hike. And I woke up at the base of a mountain with a, a full, well, I wouldn't say a full-grown man, we were like 14, but we were big for 14, just hovering my back like a backpack, shaking uncontrollably. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? He's like, I've been awake for three hours, I'm freezing. I'm like, why didn't you just ask me for my extra hoodie or something? Because I'm toasty in, the, in here. Because I'm a big dude, I produce a lot of heat. I'm <clears> always <throat> sweaty. doesn't matter. I'm like, I'm always too warm. And I was like, why didn't you just ask? And ever since then, I'm like, why are you uncomfortable with me? You literally were spooning me for warmth for your survival. Why? Why? Unreal. And I'm like, so why didn't you just crawl into bed? It, it's not weird. I promise. But, uh, yeah, we've, uh, we've woken up in a lot of places. I woke, my favorite was I woke up in a deep freezer in the middle of a field one time. That sounds like a marketplace deal going wrong. Oh, God, I was so drunk. I don't know. <laughs> I can imagine. I, it was like, I don't know who let me off my leash, but yikes. Were you wandering that night? Oh, yeah. You were on an adventure? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. My, my, yeah, number one thing is I always end up on an adventure somewhere. I've ended up in a lot of places that I should not have been. If you see the Snapchat location turn off, you better hurry. You better find me right That's directly. Like, I was waiting on you to get here, and I was like, I'm going to check that and just see where he's at. And I'm like, okay, he's he's on his way. And yeah, I was like, we it, it's to... when we don't, it's when we can't find it, <laughs> it becomes a problem. We wanted to run up the sheets before we came back down, get 
a couple beverages. Bev beverages. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. I guess that covers a lot of things. Um, because the other ones are just based off of the previous, um, podcasts. I don't remember which friend it was, but the, the low money build guy that loves eBay parts. It was one of the original podcasts. That's an OG one. That's like years back yeah that's like that's like 18 19 I that think. had to be 18 um i resonate with that guy I'm trying to think what wholeheartedly i'm trying to think what episode that was uh i feel like blair might have said something about ebay parts i honestly don't remember might have been joe though too because joe had a bunch of civics back in the day I'm sorry. You're better prepared for my podcast than I think I it was. I think it was the. I think it was the original one, the bags versus static podcast. I think. There's so much that's happened in the last four years. Yeah, um, and that was the H2I, H2OI versus real parts. Yeah, it was the the real parts versus reps because you guys were discussing like wheels and you went off on the tangent about lips and other body parts and stuff like that. And he okay, was like, I think it was Blair because Blair runs eBay Lips okay. on the Blair runs eBay Lips on the FRS at this point because yes. he's run over so because he had one of Taurus as a daily. Yes, yes, that's Blair. Yeah, that's so Blair. Yeah. he was like, oh, I love the eBay parts because they're cheap and I can destroy them. And yeah. I was like, you my need, man, you need to understand that FRS was static. He would. It, it is still static. He's raised it now because he drifts it. Yeah. That car, he drove that car static, lower than most people park their shit bag. I would imagine my Jetta would have resembled his FRS. I would. I would I've never seen right that candy. Jetta. I'm telling you, this is the lowest driven static car I have no. ever seen in my life. Maybe not, but this Jetta was. I was gotta pull pretty, it up now. Uh, let me put it to you this way. I was on a drive one night in my Jetta, and I smacked a porcupine so hard. Luckily, I had a skid plate, because I guarantee I would have never had an oil pan again. Um, I smacked a porcupine so hard, it took the front bumper with it. I guess it was a little higher. This car was static. Oh, yeah, that's, that's low. That's rolling. Yeah, that's that's way low. Yeah, we're talking, like, we're talking fender to lip, you can't see tire. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't that low, um, but I, that car was, I did enjoy how low that thing was, I mean, you could see a little bit of sidewall, but you definitely weren't seeing the tread from the right. fender. No, that, that does look really good, though. That your, kid, your Jetta was low, I will give you that, the, I, the kid that I got that off of actually still has my tracker, he's the one with the, the SRT that he totaled, he, okay. he winter drives the tracker, he now has an Eagle Talon that he's blown up twice in the same week. Um, he's not happy about that. They're so cool if you can find one that doesn't have all the rust issues. Oh, his is beautiful, except for the clear coat on the front bumper. I'm it's not worried room. about... I don't care about paint and clear coat. I don't wash my shit anyway. <laughs> I just want the frame to not be rusty. Oh, his is his is beautiful, and he was like, this is a perfect platform for an all-wheel drive build, and I was like, dude, send it. They're so fast. So he didn't see so his car... Fast. He didn't see his car all summer. He, he was like, yeah, I have the time to build it, but I'd rather pay somebody that specializes in it. So he sends it to the guy. Day before he's going to pick it up, guy calls him and says, motor's locked up. He's like, what do you mean the motor's locked up? He says, motor's locked up. Come get it. So he goes up there. The seal on the, I believe it was a K&N oil filter, failed. 
no oil, locked it solid. Yikes. Rest in peace, Eagle Talon. He drags it home, has a motor out, back in, new, bigger turbo on it. In less than a week, he's going to a show, locks up on the way to the show. There was a kid that worked at the Verizon store out the street, we're talking like 10 years ago, that had one. They're cool. He bought it on Craigslist from some old guy. That I guess I don't I don't remember what the story was. I wish I knew who the kid was because I'd have him on here just to hear him tell the story. Oh, he bought this car for twenty five hundred dollars. That's not bad. And it we're talking ten years ago when they were, you could still find clean ones. This car had all sorts of work done to it, mm-hmm. and he's like, he thought it was just like bolt on and whatever. Yeah. And so he took it to somebody that tunes cars and they're like what's this make i don't know i bought it for twenty five hundred dollars it was like right out of high school he's like i I needed a car i wanted something somewhat cool yeah yeah. this was twenty five hundred dollars on craigslist he bought it from some old guy or bought it from i don't know if the old guy had it and died and his kids were selling i don't know what the story was bro he got an eagle talent clean for $2,500. They put the bitch on the dyno and it made 900 all-wheel horsepower. <laughs> Jesus. He's like, Jesus Christ. He's like, I knew it was fast, but I didn't yeah. think it was that fast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because wow. we, we went in, I went in with my buddy. He went to get a phone and my buddy starts talking to him and he's like, yeah, you guys aren't going to believe the story. He's like, I bought it for $2,500 and mm-hmm. like, it needed a couple little things, so I took it to this shop, and they did work, and they're like, well, what's it make? I don't know. So they, like, yeah, they were like did the work, it, and they're like, the fuck dyno. it, let's throw it on the dyno, and they called, he wasn't even there, they called him, He's. they're like, yeah, do you know how fast this fucking car is? <laughs> He's like, I mean, I know it's fast, they're like, yeah, it makes, like, way more power than we thought it would. Yeah. And for that to go... I guess they pulled the head and it was all studded. Like, everything was all done. I don't know shit about those cars, but I know they're cool. Honestly, me either, but hey. Yeah. Um, I guess the the last thing I want to cover is the one thing that you never got to see was the the 12 lines that I have. um, 235-75-15s stretched to a 15 by 12. That sounds... Did you say 235? Yes. You saw a 3950 stretched to a 12 wide. So imagine how much more. That was a... Uh... Why are you not documenting this shit and making TikTok videos out of it? I see it. I, I, I love that. Somewhere... Why are you not documenting this shit and making TikToks out of it? Because that shit is the shit that people want to see. Somewhere... I do have a TikTok on my account, at Bacon 7 um, of me blowing the... 235-75-15s onto 10 wides, but I I have to see if we took videos of the 12 wides, because those were, like, super sketchy, so I think that might have been the last thing on my mind. Um, my grandpa has a carport at his house, and it's big enough to fit his camper underneath. I blew a ratchet strap apart with so much force that it not only flew up and above the carport, but when it came back down, it dented the carport. You could see where it landed from inside the carport. I was terrified. Be careful stretching tires, kids. Oh, uh, do not recommend it. Don't do this shit at home. Do it at your friend's house. I had a sidewall blow at about 80 mile an hour. I've never debated one. 
Everybody's like, oh, I don't know how you keep those beaded. I don't know how you keep those beaded. How much air are you running in those? Like 25, 30 pounds. It's nothing absurd. Right. I've had two... I just can't believe they stretch that far. And I have seen it in person. I've had two sidewalls blow. One of my 235.75s I had blow. And I just think it was a manufactured defect. Because it was almost brand new tire. It just... I was going down the road and it said... See ya. They're also not made to do that. So yeah. it's like well, not really a surprise when it happens, but like But the fact that I put tens of thousands of miles on the other three Well, that's true too. And that singular one blue, I don't know. It could be a million things. It genuinely could be because I stretched them, but the other three held up. They're actually underneath my square body bed keeping it off the ground right now because it's off the truck, so I can work on the frame. Because Whoever decided to rhino line frames, idiot. Idiot. Because it cracks. And you can't see the cracks and it holds water and it tries to rust from the inside out until it starts to flake to where you can see it and it's already too late. Yep. Worst, worst part. Living in the Northeast is great, isn't it? <sighs> that truck will never see anything but the light of day and 70 degrees. I will ne It will never see a night. I'm not hitting a deer in it. It will never see the ice again. That truck... 110% will be a complete show truck when it's done. A Sunday driver, if you will. So you're talking Rhino Liner. Let, now hear me out. <sighs> E36 roof needs redone, right? Okay. Because I peeled all the wrap and yeah. it looks all shitty. Yeah. And I took it to a show like that because I was like, fuck y'all, I'm yeah. going to have the shittiest car here because fuck y'all. Um, epoxy garage floor kit see you told me that the last time i was here and i've been nothing but excited to see it ever okay. since well i'm waiting to get my tire rack built in my trailer yes because i have to buy a kit to do that mm -hmm. well i'm not doing the whole garage because a at this point it's not my garage yeah. and b i don't want to pay to do the garage so i'm going to try to find if i have to buy a two-car kit i have to buy a two-car kit it is what it is but i want to do the trailer floor mm-hmm and then whatever I have left over, I'm going to do the E36 roof because fuck it, we've all. And if you have extra, I think you should find an extra set of Style 69s. Nice. Nice. And do those to match the roof. Just think about floor mats. That would be dope. Floor mats would be hard. Or I love I love the childhood street carpet that you run your mats on. I want to do that cars too. On. I, think that, I think that's going to be... I'm, I'm gonna go. I gotta run into the city this week sometime. I think I'm gonna go to Ollie's and find one of them. See, I don't. I don't I'll, have, I'll buy one on Amazon. It'll be here Tuesday. Yeah, I don't have anything that's like super super nice anymore. And I also am not a fan of, like, you're not gonna daily drive that car. So those carpet mats wouldn't be a problem. No. But I hate carpet mats on daily driven cars. They get so no, filthy I, and they're impossible I to agree. get clean. I want to get weather text for my daily because i had shit all over that currently but now i got a new steering wheel for the e36 i'm I ready to finish that, that bitch i'm up. so excited to like actually see you in that car sending it. I, I gotta get out and beat on that car a little bit next year I it's gonna tell, happen i would tell you to bring it up home because we used to have a perfect spot where we would like we would practice stunts on our bikes and stuff but they uh they went ahead and tarred and chipped all of it yeah, well, that, like, kind of that car is never going to see a road. It's I don't, I, I, <laughs> I'm not fucking with local law enforcement. And but the thing is, it's, it's so in not the boonies, fucking, there's no law enforcement. I, I get it, and that's, like, where I always said that I wanted to live, was, yeah. like, out somewhere like sticks. that. 
I can show you some shit. Oh, I'm I, I could show you some shit in like Lycoming County. Ugh. Lycoming County yeah. is still my favorite area of the state, and I. We've... I don't. I don't wish nothing, but I. There was a long period of my life I thought I was gonna end up living there long term, and there's some places out there that you can get into <laughs> some trouble and ain't nobody gonna find you for a long time. We've uh, we've said multiple times, and my mom put a, a direct stop to it. We said that we wanted to put a burnout patch in my backyard. We were just gonna pour a concrete pad that was wide enough for two truck tires. That, that way, you could burn out anything. If it's wide enough for a truck, you could burn out any car. Oh, that was you a... could burn out any bike, whatever. My mom, as soon as she caught wind of it, because like we were ready to go buy concrete and, and do this, and she was like, absolutely not. I was like, <clears throat> if there wouldn't have been anything she could do if we did it before she found out. Hear me out. We're going to wrap this up here shortly, because yeah, we just hit an hour, we're and I know an you want to go hit dinner. Um, Christmas is coming. Yes. I need to weld that diff. Uh-huh. I need to put coolant in that car. Yeah. And I need to purchase a battery for it. Okay. Right there is my pizza delivery light that goes on the top of it. I forgot to bring you your present. I didn't know there was a present. Yeah, I kept it a secret oh. this long, but I can't. Damn. So I got you that, but it's your favorite brand. Is it Domino's? Yes. Fuck yes! Uh, <laughs> We're getting a sponsorship out of this! Story Story goes, my friend... This my isn't going to get friend, us in trouble, is it? My best friend definitely did not work at Domino's. Okay. He definitely did not just drive off one night after a shift and say, I'm never going back. And he definitely did not bring me home a Domino's pizza topper that is now going to be your Domino's pizza topper. Bro, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm I, so fucking I, excited. I wanted to just show up with it. I really did. Bro, it was and the I best thing all about the it. The best thing you could have fucking done was show up here when you know I'm not home and stuck it on the 435. If I would have come home and that would have been stuck to the trailer or one of my cars, I would have been so fucking excited. I, I, I would have not questioned anything. I would have just been like, you know, I know who this came from, but we're just never going to speak <laughs> of it again. Uh, yeah, I, I really wanted to bring it down here and forgot all about it. I was like, because I have no reason to keep it. I don't know why he gave it to me. He didn't give it to me, but, uh, it's just there. And I was like, there's no cord for it, but you could find one. Oh, I have one for that one. It's probably I would the same imagine thing. it's identical. If it's not, I'm ripping that one apart and we're wiring it to run Milwaukee M12 batteries. So we'll just do oh, the same perfect. thing with that one. Yeah, so. yeah, that's how I did all my kids' power wheels. They all run <clears> off 18 volt Milwaukee yeah. batteries and they haul some serious Yeah, Steve ass. Mullins was telling me, because I said about doing an M18 and he's like, it's overkill. You're going to run LEDs in them. He's like, I'll wire them for LEDs. We'll do some cool shit with them. Yeah. He's like, he, the thing that he had at his stand when I was talking to him, he's like, that's been running off of a M12 all day. He's the like, adapters are literally $6 shipped yeah. to your house in three days. Yep. Oh, you're you're the fucking homie for that. I, I forgot all about it until you said, until you pointed that so, out. I was so like, we're going to throw a battery and coolant in this car. Absolutely. We're going to weld the diff. Uh-huh. Christmas tree on the roof. Slay a set of tires behind the shop. Now you've got me. Yeah, I'm all in. I love Christmas cars. I do. See, so I have I have Boner Bob the second, 
Boner Bob the Second. He is a little skeleton that's on my antenna. Oh, okay. Boner Bob the Second. Boner Bob the First is now Lieutenant Dan because he ain't got no legs. He ain't got no legs. But, but he got every ice cream. Year, every year since I started driving, I've had a roof I've had a roof rack on all my vehicles. I put Christmas lights on my roof rack into an inverter into the cigarette plug. Christmas car. And everybody loves it. They know. If I wait too long after Thanksgiving, people start blowing me up. Where's the Christmas car? Where's the Christmas car? Where's the lights? When are you going to put the lights on? And I run it clear to the new year. Like the second or third day in January, I take them off. And people love it. Well, the best part is, I'm going to put the Christmas tree and the lights and everything on the roof and slay a set of tires. This house next door is for sale right now. Uh, I hope they're moving in while I do it. Uh, I hope we get somebody cool there, because if we get somebody uppity and a pain in my ass, I'm going to be pissed. We have right across the street from my mom's house. So there's my grandparents' house, the neighbor's field, and then my house. Right across the street from my house, there's an apartment building. There was an old lady that used to live there, and the, the girl that used to live there that I knew, her dad was friends and worked with my grandfather. So I got to know her in passings and everything. We Snapchatted, blah, 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 whatever. We were friends. She said, the old lady downstairs fucking hates you. Because I'm out there in a square body at 1 o'clock in the morning, just fucking flying up and down the street. Open headers, no exhaust. So, new neighbor, the, the, the old lady moves out, and the, the lady that I knew moves out. So we're getting new neighbors. They're both moving in on the same day. Joe brought his rocket over. He's like, I took the exhaust off. It sounds awesome. It sounds like a razor. It sounds just like a Polaris razor. I'm like, I just got new pipes for my Harley. They're shorty ground pounders, and they're fucking ignorant. You want to take it for a ride? He goes, yeah. I was like, I'll take your rocket for a ride. My street is a 15-mile-an-hour street, and I guarantee we were doing 60. Past the new neighbors moving into the house. I'll fully admit that I hooned my own street. And, uh... The guy, the like the lady that was moving in, her husband, he just like his neck snaps, and I was like, "Oh, we're in big trouble!" And he just gives me a thumbs up and starts shaking his head, and I was like, "We got at least one cool neighbor now that won't call the cops on me." Oh man, any closing thoughts and or arguments? Unpopular opinion. I love the the electric Hummer. Oh, I love it, too. I think it's awesome. I was talking about it to my mom yesterday, because, like, I don't think the range is, like, the greatest. I haven't looked I haven't looked at any I was told. I was told 200 miles on a charge, which is, like, trash. But well, I drive, like, a daily drive to work and back. I drive, like, 130 miles a week. So, like, that'd be kind of <laughs> dope. The but, tracker on stocks gets 22 miles a gallon. I see... 300 plus per tank right when i put the 12 wides on with the super swampers 200 miles is about what i get out of 16 gallons yes so it wouldn't so, be any different for me and the bitch would crab walk yeah you could it bro would, I, yeah. i'd do that shit as a fucking party <laughs> trick in like a fucking parking lot uh, i think they're cool as fuck that that is my i always wanted an h2 i wanted an h3t in the worst way but that's my I, I like the H two because I liked the six point two liter. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But no, uh, that, that's put, a good. That was a good closing thought. Um, yeah, I listened to the EV podcast to, at work today, um, and I was like, yeah, see, I it's come a long way since that podcast came out. Oh yeah, the technology for sure. and the vehicles that they're coming out. with. Oh no doubt. And I love it. Like I'm all for hog ass America, camp beating like a drunk step daddy. Just you know. Frying tires, American bald eagles, whatever. But 
I do love the idea of the electric cars and how fast some of them are. The Teslas blow my mind. So Denton hit you with the curveball for the closing thought. At Horsepower Pizza on all platforms, at Cold Pizza Podcast on Instagram. And just remember, kids, nobody gives a fuck about the material possessions that you have if you are a shit bum of a human being. Have a great night. Amen.